Dear everyone, this is a new segment into my podcast for video game theories. Well, now this is a bit off topic. It's more we're diving into modern game. So for the first part, adding a flag. The second part is we're going to talk about the importance of theories are how the application of these theories in video games like the ludology, the narrative, the narrative, this list these are more like description of these design methods, these mechanics, historical methods but most often theories when they come from this point of departure they began as idea idea that was elaborately explored in numerous ways actually so the idea can be of any most of ideas were derived from interactivity the idea that you interact with an object you interact with her and it's well known that interactive objects have this tendency to <coughs> sorry have a tendency to overlook the formulaic ideas of these experiments, these games. And the interesting side about these video games is that these theories, they come in many forms, come in many categories. So that first sense out of the way, so all the flags have to finish. So let's talk about this modern game I'm going to talk about, MMORPG. Let's take a look at World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is a Blizzard game. Blizzard became famous due to the nature of its leveling up as well as its quest system. Its unique quest system was based off mana as well as reputation of the player character. So the, the, how to, in order to get reputation, the mechanics start as with you, when you level up, you add in your normal status effects, your normal levels, like your le- normal status and over time you build up, accumulate, you accu- cumulatively accumulate resources and in the end it becomes, shall I say, your characters, your fictional magical characters reputation becomes huge, um, magic, it depends on the build of the character as well. For example, a warrior would more likely to have uh, endurance, reputation, higher, higher endurance skills, as in bulkier and takes a lot of hit points to get killed. That's the interesting part about this. The funny thing about these games in general, because we usually contain all of this in most RPGs, but World of Warcraft was the first to popularize it on a massive scale. That's why it's called massively multiplayer online games or multi- massively online role-playing games. That's the quota. But the interesting sides about these games is that this can become abusive. For example, in modern phenomena, maybe you heard of loot boxes. Loot boxes is where the EA <laughs> executives claim that it's surprise mechanics, it's surprise games. 
it's a game within a game. It's like a Russian doll, or it's like the Kinder eggs, Kinder eggs, Russian doll, etc. Kind the Russian dolls came first, then the Kinder eggs, which the Kinder eggs are based off Russian dolls. Yada yada da. So, off going on a tangent, I wanted to explain to you the importance of why these RPG elements or they call it RNG mechanics, as in the reputation inside of World of Warcraft, as in the trades and guilds. The reputation of your guild is all dependent on the player's progression through the gameplay. But there's a, a catch. Modern games have a tendency to that. Let me play for you. Then we we going to get rid of the obstacles and difficulty for you. Loot boxes basically getting rid of the obstacles and the challenges and the struggles of the video games, especially on our online setting. Pay to win, not pay to win. Service game as a service. Sometimes they're not pay to win. Actually, loot boxes most of the time they they say it's cosmetics or limited cosmetics. But most of the time, these loot boxes can be referred to as gacha mechanics. Gacha is a Japanese word for the gachinko machines. Gacha is a s alternative term or loosely based of loot boxes or technically they're loot boxes because they share the same mechanics, the RNG mechanics. Well, when I say technically, I'm not talking about the English technically, I'm talking about the program language the behind the coding technically. Technologically speaking, it's loot boxes because it's random number generated where the drop rate, loot rates, the loots you receive from paying them using your credit card, using your real money transferred, transference of money. And I forgot that if you want to transfer money, you need to buy virtual currency. And buying virtual currency is almost similar to gambling. In the same terms that's randomly generated, the players has no interactive control over the number crunching. There's no, the number crunching is done by a device. So the device is then evidently outside of the player's control, which there are people who claims that without randomly generating, that makes sense interesting at play. The difference between RNG mechanics, random number generator mechanics for games, uh, as in MMORPG, as compared to normal random probability ratio generated game mechanics, is that the ratio generated game mechanics is based off like rock, paper, scissors, or that's the simple one, but beyond the rock, paper, scissors, it's like checkers. Think of checkers. You checkmate. Uh, it depends on certain the opponent what the numbers are they stand for and it creates a new nuance scenario where you have to test your might again uh, test your intelli intellect and your might against the game that is being solved in the current sense that's the problem with RNG mechanics is that they tend to be very addictive as opposed to ratio dividends, uh, ratio run number generated mechanics. Um, it tends to be 
that the ratio is mostly to do with the in-game sense. It's mostly offline based, but even though these were more popularized as well in RPG games and online RPG games, take a look at Adventure Quest World. You had to fight a boss numerously. There's a likelihood you drop a special loot. That's not pay to win. That's not random. That's not gotcha mechanic. That's not loot box mechanics because you're not paying money to get the work done. You're not. You're enjoying it to a degree, repetitively playing this against the same boss in order to hopefully drop the exactly the the loot that you wanted, the legendary loot, the superb loot, or the ex uh, the deluxe loot, as in World of Warcraft. The problem was. Of course, with gutter mechanics, is that it's mostly money driven as opposed to like real, authentic gameplay loot drop. Because there's external interventions, as in something the player has almost exactly low control of, just like ratios. But at least the ratio control, you can you know exactly where the boss or the entity is, and you specifically target that entity, knowing that the drop rate is that high. Mostly gacha games, gacha mechanics, like especially in games like Honkai Impact Third and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Heroes and etc.、Um, these games tend to hide the lumber crunching, randomly generated lumbers behind a paywall, and mostly you can only load that from players actually calculating how much they spend in either virtual currency or real credit card money transferred into virtual currency that is causing. That's manage people actively have to manage to find the numbers in order to do probability charts. A chart of what likelihood is the likelihood of the legendary loot, the five star loot dropping. Of course, you don't have to participate all this, but th- this is of course aimed at a hardcore gamer. I understand it's not aimed at casual gamer. But the problem with this sort of strategy with gacha and loot boxes is that it alienates. A significant part of either your paying subscription part of players, or it actively disencourage people to do it fair fairly. It's almost like it. It almost it is gambling in my opinion. It's gambling because gambling is manipulation and giving you false idea that you're going to drop something without actually telling you the numbers without being transparent. Random RNG mechanics like gacha and loot boxes and Kinder Egg mechanics are are deceptive. They're not transparent. In an age of privacy and transparency, this information are gathered in through AI, through randomly generated、uh, loot box scenario, and these are your your pay rate, your pace. Into these loot boxes, are this information are collected and stored by the game designers or the game developers to check whether the percentage of the randomly loot generated of this week, uh, is suitable for that amount of people. So that it's almost like, I don't know, it's very controlling the loot. The like it as opposed to a ratio. Both both are problem. Both are hotly debated mechanics. 
but ratio-based uh, generating mechanics are more often to do with um, luck, luck, just like um, gacha. The, the only common sense they have is luck. The rest is not luck. The one is being up mostly deceptive in the case that it falsely presents with you a scenario that you're going to win something but in fact you're going to lose something if you pay to win mechanics it that's the thing so uh pay the mechanics basically in the gacha loot boxes as opposed to uh the loot box oh no sorry um i deviated off as opposed to the ratio based drop rates um these are more transparent in the not at your face but you can't access it with without crossing the line. Most RNG mechanics, if you want to cr cross the line, you have to either uh, P2P hack it, doxing it, or something, or some deviant other tactics you have to do. Two deviants does not make it right, so that's the thing. But you see the problem here. Um, the deviancy is with the gutter mechanics, which it's... She says it's not loot boxes. Yes, it definitely the words not a loot boxes, but it's offered the same mechanics just in a different context only. Uh, mostly gacha mechanics is like full blown loot. Like you, you can be like multiplayer loot and uh something that's visually stunning aesthetics or something additional game. But basically downloadable content but locked behind a random crunch lottery machine which there's a really small likelihood of your winning but you're still going to take the risk because they know players love to take the risk so they give you they know already they've been deceptive that they say you're going to win but in fact on these loot boxes and these gacha mechanics somehow is worse than loot boxes in the in the modern case as in Gata are very prevalent in Eastern societies, as in it tricks the players, it tricks the audience into thinking that we have a gameplay, we have a mechanics that is very um, profitable, not just profitable, it's suited to this, suited into taking people's money about letting them enjoy it, taking the money. So that that to me sounds like you're gambling away, you gamble away your salaries, and because a lot of people who would like to take the risk are paying thousands of dollars or two thousand ridiculous amounts of money that even the film industry did not expect to ask from its film goers. At least eighty dollars or ninety dollars in modern sense of the films they would like you to view every month. The problem with like games industry, games industry is an entertainment industry, it's not a service industry and because gacha mechanic is a pay to service you mechanic as in the loot is dropped due to how much effort you pay into the game in order to increase your likelihood of decreasing the risk of losing everything and gaining the loot you want, your 4 star or 5 star ultimate loot. And that's about it for now. So thank you for watching and hope you understood what the difference between the World of Warcraft 3 um, deluxe, the ratio and ratio 
generated mechanics are gan lesser form of like loot loot drop the proper loot drop in game, but sometimes you have to pay certain special fee in order to access that special event. But with Gata, the those events are open to everyone. It's achieved to ask everyone to pay dividendly any day. So that's the interesting thing. But nevertheless, thank you for what, listening to my podcast. I hope you understood why gutter mechanics is very deviant, as opposed to actually them. To be honest, I think this can be put in moderation. But mostly, I see nowadays these mechanics are everywhere. It's glued to your face and. Considering games are entertainment, not just entertainment. Video games are educational source, or video games are educational source to people. Right? Video games are sometimes what the teenagers lens into how the world functions. So I hope, and even how people sh- decrease the stress from. So I hope in the future that the game industry manages to conjure something alternative that can be as popular as Gacha and loot box me- Gacha mechanics and. Kinder Egg loot box mechanics that is much more less gamble gambling driven, where people gamble away the living or gambling away the student loans in order to buy a digital product, digital service that if your account does not exist on the game server, your whole investment into the game is lost, and people become ex- increasingly frustrated about it. And by the way, a lot of these games have. Have made you sign an uh, end of user license agreement that says if these digital products you bought are gone from loot boxes, gutter mechanics, these are unfortunately your own loss. So that's it. Thank you guys and have a nice time. And please message me if you want a new podcast. See ya.